When you look at the black community, there seems to be a tendency for black men and women to go at each other. In other words, fight, put each other down, berate each other. And there seems to be a a, um, a bit of hostility to the point where it almost seems like black love is not feasible anymore. It's not real anymore. It's not obtainable. And and that's heartbreaking to me uh, because I am an advocate of wanting black people, black men and women to resolve their issues and come together as one people. Today's topic is going to be dealing specifically with that. Can the black man and woman purge themselves of bitterness and vitriol to learn to love again? This is my fifth episode on the All Things Black podcast, which you can hear on Spotify, on Radio Public, on Anchor.fm, and on Apple Podcast. Today, I'm going to be interviewing a very special guest, and I'm going to welcome her on now, and she goes by the name of Chats with Miller. Miller, how are we doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. I want to thank you for coming on the show, and uh, I want to thank you very, very, very deeply from my heart for making the time to uh, give your perspectives, give your opinions, and hopefully shed a lot of light as to um, some of the things that's um, being done in our community and as far as black men and women, you know, really not finding that true sense of purpose in each other and not finding any kind of value in each other or love. Um, I reached out to you on a a specific app, which is TikTok. And I just want to let the audience know that um, Chats with Miller is, a, it, in my opinion, is a very valuable um, TikTok on that particular platform because she raises a lot of issues and she, she deals with them head on and she gives a very, very um, logical sense of why things are happening in the black community. And, you know, she gives some solutions. So I wanted to invite her on the show to continue that conversation. Um, so you can reach her or find her at uh, Chats with Miller, and that's on TikTok. Uh, I'm not sure if there's any other uh, platform that you're currently on. If there is, you can go ahead and plug it right now. Uh, yeah, I'm on YouTube, Instagram. Uh, YouTube is Chats with Miller. My Instagram is Miller.Bratt, B-R-A-T-T. Okay, love it, love it. So they can definitely reach out to you there. Um, real quick, Miller, could you give us a little background um, about yourself and what um, brought you to the point where you are speaking out so 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 fervently and so resolutely on the issues of the black community and particularly black men and black women? Yes, of course. So I was um, raised in a I would say a very conscious black household. And uh, so I always, you know, was concerned about 
what was happening in the black community. Always been pro-black, always been, you know, an activist as far as like, you know, just being pro-black in my life and supporting black on businesses and things like that. Um, well, for TikTok specifically, I started my page kind of just wanting to promote black love, black unity. And um, one of the things that I saw on TikTok, which I think all of us kind of saw when you first start the your your um not your channel start first start your TikTok you notice that there's a lot of um, black men and black women kind of going at each other and um, one of the things that I believe is that black unity and black love is super important so I ended up speaking out on it and it it got some attention and I would say it definitely got a lot of attention um so that's where a lot of that <laughs> comes from because. Like I said, when I when I listen to you, there's definitely value there. And from such a young lady, because, you know, nowadays a lot of the young people kind of carry on, carry on the baggage from the older generation because we have yes. not schooled them completely um, in the way that they should kind of steer away from the pain and the bitterness that we have gone gone through. Uh, but I, when I listen to you, I'm like, okay, we, we, we got some. And it's not only you, there's others in that community as well that's right. pretty much doing the same thing. Uh, so I salute them as well. But it's just that, you know, your content uh, in particular, um, you know, it, it really draws the audience in. Now, now again, it, 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 should be, it should be promoted a lot more than it is, but, it, but we're, in a, we're, we're in an age where people, you know, are trendy. And right. uh, and uh, that kind of minimizes the, the 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 effect because people are you know they're, they're so trendy that they don't necessarily get a chance to really you know absorb what it is that you're actually trying to promote. Um. So, question: Is black love still a thing? absolutely think black love is still a thing. Um, I think that the fact that that even needs to be a question just shows that like the media is, you know, at work and that they're intense and they're like insistent attack on black love is working. You know, we don't see a lot of black on black or, you know, black women and black men in relationships on TV. And if we do see it, it's a very dysfunctional relationship. Mm. And now more than ever, they're trying to show us, you know, interracial relationships and they're putting it in like the top shows on uh, Netflix. They're putting in the commercials and, you know, they're promoting black celebrities who are with um, non-black women or non-black men. And they want us to believe that black love does not exist. And obviously people love to think that they're not affected by media. Like they can just watch a TV show and not be affected by it. But, you know, when you actually research it, cause I've researched things and, you know, one of the things that I do a lot is just spend my time studying and researching. You see that, um, African Americans are heavily influenced by television and we are a community that watches television a lot. So, you know, the younger generation and my generation, we are, you know, impacted by these images of not seeing black love. Then we're seeing, you know, we're growing up in an environment where love and hip hop reality TV shows mm. are showing dysfunctional black love and, yeah. you know, it's causing a lot of hostility and it's really working. But black love does exist. You know, black, we were founded on black love and uh, black love is very strong, but they don't want us to believe that. 
I 100% agree. The question then also becomes uh, on, on, on the end of what you just um, stated is that where should we go to find that black love? Because I agree with you 100% in that the media uh, exacerbates uh, exacerbates tension between black male black men and black women uh there's always right. a um there's always an image and and really really more so now than ever it, it's consistent you'll 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 look at your television you'll see a commercial something like that and there's always a black man with a white woman making you again like you said believe that this is where things are headed and and it's more so more prevalent that this is going on than not. So it's like, you know, where do you go? What, 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 what avenues do you find to reach out and really, really find that black love? So for me, um, it's kind of hard to say because I, I've been raised with a, a black mom and a black dad who are married. My grandparents on both sides are married. So the idea that black love doesn't exist is insane to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, you know, I would say there are like, because there's not a lot of black owned TV shows or networks, unfortunately. Right. Like it would just be a lie for us to say that. But um, I would think, I would think that you would just have to kind of look for these pages on Instagram, these pages on TikTok that do promote black love because there are a lot of them that do. And you have to be willing to, you know, believe that it's actually prominent and it does exist. So I would just say that consistently look for those, um, those pages that uplift black people and um that would just be a good start also like i would look at you know pro-black organizations and not black organizations that are like supported by white interests or white sponsors but like black organizations that you know are black finance they will tell you the truth about black love they'll tell you the truth about you know and they'll show the truth that black love exists well, sure. absolutely. And, and, and just for the audience, some of the places that I go and research a lot of this information is uh, blackdemographics.com because there's a lot of information pertaining to black households, black economies, uh, you know, black marriage, stuff, stuff like that. And in other places that I try to uh, tell people about that they can actually go and research a lot of this stuff. Like you said earlier, you mentioned organizations. One of the ones that come to mind uh, first and foremost is, you know, the, the, the nation of Islam. And I'm saying that on my program. Right. A lot of people try to shy away from stuff like that. But I but I talk about it. Um, Speak on it. it I it, was it, born and raised, actually, in oh, the nation of Islam. All right, then. There we go. There we go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, uh, the NOI promotes black love. They promote black unity. They promote black marriage black family, the whole, the whole night. But it's like a lot of us don't want to look in that particular direction because it's not approved, so to speak, you know, by the mainstream media. We kind of shy away from that. that. Right. And that's another thing that I've tried. I was talking about that on my TikTok live. I don't know if you were on there today, but um, I talked about how, you know, we have to start questioning why we believe these things about certain individuals and questioning the people that white people tell us not to listen to, you know, is that actually the people we should listen to because mm-hmm. they're never going to approve of people who want, you know, better for black people. So we actually have to question the people that they talk nicely of, that the media loves. You know, the Nation of Islam is constantly attacked by the media because they don't want us to see the truth behind what the Nation of Islam promotes, which is black love and black unity. Agreed. I 100% agree. But 
it, I, I think it's just so easy for a lot of us to get caught up in the hype. I think it's a lot easier for a lot of us to get caught, caught up emotionally and, and, and what we see triggers us in that regard. And then we kind of, kind of go down that rabbit hole instead of saying, okay, hold on, let me, you know, hold up one minute. Let me think about this. Let me go and do a little bit more research like you do and then come back with, uh, you know, concrete proof and evidence that what I'm talking about or what you hear somebody else talking about is, 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 is false. So, uh, but, but like I say, a lot of us just, we just go down that emotional rabbit hole and don't know how to get out. I'm glad you said emotional because mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you've seen me mention that in my TikToks, um, but I always say that we have to put logic over emotion. Yes, absolutely. We do. I I didn't see it today, but I do know 100% that we have to get out of this emotional rabbit hole because it's like as soon as somebody says something that triggers our emotions, all of a sudden there's a full on attack. There's a full on assault. We band together in that regard. But when somebody talks logically and what we should do for ourselves or how black we love should be that. demonstrated and stuff like that, we're not on board with that. And I think that's part and parcel to the reason why a lot of black people are in the condition that we're currently in. But um, back to black love. So, and, and, and the bitterness of, of, of what we're seeing from black men and black women. I, I'm trying to think about what is it that we can do for each other to step away from that, you know, step away from that landmine because it's 100%. It's like you wake up in the morning and you can go throughout your day and almost guarantee, almost be guaranteed that you're going to run into somebody male or female that even if you open like a card, I mean, uh, open up a, a door form or something like that, it's going to be some kind of an issue. So, I mean, would you say that, I mean, the, the, the love that has to be shown has to outweigh the, the bitterness that, you know, we're, we're, ex- we're exemplifying one to, one to another. Absolutely. So um, not only is it like we have to promote black love, but we have to focus on um, re-educating our people uh, and also just like breaking down, you know, the, the fact that a lot of these things are subconscious. And how we have to re, you know what I mean? Like we have to go back in time and really analyze certain things. So, for example, one of the issues that black men and black women have that are, I think, the number one issue is colorism right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many posts about it. And I was just on one of, you know, Shade Room, which is like one of the biggest media um, blogs for black people. And they were, you know, talking about colorism once again. Black women had pulled up a uh, interview from like three years ago, and it was like a situation with colorism. Mm-hmm. And the thing that upsets me about, you know, the way we approach colorism in the black community is that we point the fingers at each other without understanding that it was white people and it was slavery, and the, you know, wanting to divide us in every single way possible. That they wanted to divide us in right. terms of skin tone, right? right? So if I can put the light skinned black person against the dark skinned black person, I can, you know, ensure that you guys never unite. So when I approach colorism, I try. It's such a um, sensitive topic because it's very hurtful as a black man or a black woman to feel like another black man or a black woman does not like you because of your skin tone. Mm-hmm. I try to, you know, always shift shift the you know blame from each other because it's not each other's blame onto the real problem which was you know 
the fact that we were enslaved and we were taught to hate each other and hate ourselves. So, you know, that has to be consistently promoted, consistently taught. And um, one of the things that we can heal from, and that just spills over to like issues with black men and black women for other reasons, is understanding that our issues, majority of them are not our blame. And we, we have a bigger problem with this, you know, society than we have with each other. That's the part, though. And I love you brought up the re- re-education uh, piece of it because that totally has to be done. That, that That's necessary. That has to be done, which is something that uh, I've been on the journey for for quite a long time. Um, right. But but we have to get there and again, stop being so emotionally triggered when something when something like this comes up and then really present concrete evidence and proof that this is what's going on in our black community community because it's a card that's been played on a consistent basis. We still have not caught up to that, to, to that game yet. We just haven't right. caught up to that game yet, you know? And I think that's another reason and, and a huge piece as to why black people can't unite black women, black men and women can't get themselves together. Not to say that it's right. not going to happen because circumstances and events also play a huge part in it. Environment yeah, also plays a huge part in it. <laughs> right, exactly. Plays a big part in it. So at the same time, it's like, you know, in, in the meantime, you know, pages like yours, pages like others, you know, what I'm trying to do, we still have to play our part and try to, you know, educate our people as much as possible. But our people also, those of us that don't know the game, also have have to shoulder some responsibility and say, you know what, I have to change and turn a, a, a 180 and, and, right. and look at my own actions to see whether or not if I'm contributing to this whole situation. Absolutely. That's very necessary. We have to, and that's another thing that I promote on my page is, you know, how we as individuals have to, you know, be the change we want to see in our community. So one of the things that I always say is that, well, if you don't believe that black love can happen and black unity can happen and we can change, then that's already, you know, you're part of the problem because you're not going to fight towards something you don't believe in. Right. It's defeatism. It's it's defeatism. Right. It's escapism, which is which is another reason why I think a lot of us steer towards or steer away from trying to unite with our people and, 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 and trying to find true happiness and black love with a significant you know, with a, a significant other. Um, but, you know, um, all in all is going to happen. That's my belief. That's my faith. <laughs> whether, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. Whether, you know, right. we, weren't, we weren't always slaves. Let's not forget. <laughs> right. We won't exactly. always be slaves. Exactly. But, but, but I love that you're talking about some of the things that's, that has contributed to um, what we see now. I uh, I think a, another part is is that we I, I tell, I've told a lot of people that I I've, I've had comp, I have conversations with is that black men and women specifically have to get in a room by ourselves. We need our own sacred space without the involvement of anybody else to the place to the point where we can actually start to heal and understand one another. As long as we have outside influences and other people, and I'm talking about those that, let's just take for instance, uh, you know, those that are in the feminist movement or something like that. Uh, it, we need to steer away from that kind of stuff. That's that's not our fight. 
That's not our belief. That's not our ideology. And, you know, all the things that are necessary, like I said uh, earlier, everything that is necessary for us to obtain what we're supposed to have, we need to do that on an individual level or a collective level, should I say, and, and, and just, just hash it out. And again, stop fighting each other. Know what's, know what's going on. And again, that's like you said, that's going to take an educational, you know, it takes the educational part. Yeah, it definitely does. And um, I'm glad that you even said that we need our own space because the thing is, is that we get so caught up in what all these other people are saying that we, we can't even have our own discussion. It's like we're not even allowed to talk to each other without other people joining in and mm-hmm. telling us how we should feel. Right, right, right. And I, I, like I said, I've told several people that I've even, uh, you know, expressed that at my place of employment. And uh, it's funny because some some of some of the um, Caucasian people understood, but my people just held on to the fact that we need allies. We need everybody on board. We're still on this kind of kumbaya type of ride where everybody's just going to hold hands and everything is going to be all right. And it's not. We need our own sacred space. We need to be able to hash things out. And we need to re-examine each other again, and and, and that's the, that's another huge piece. Re-examine each other, and 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 begin to respect each other, and and right, respect each other because we do not respect each other. That's mm-hmm. another thing that I tried to say that we don't have any respect or regard for one another. So when we do have issues with each other, we don't lend a you know understanding ear. It's more so like, well, who are you? Instead of right, any kind of- right. Right. Exactly. That's exactly it. And, and, uh, like I, I agree with what you're saying. I'm on, I'm on board with it. I'm on code and, um, you know, we'll definitely, we'll definitely get it there. Uh, it's kind of funny because all the questions that I have lined up, you pretty much summed them up in a lot of your, <laughs> in, a, in a lot of your answers, you've already, you know, hit, hit some of those, uh, those areas in a lot of your answers. Uh, but if there's anything else that, you want to, um, you know, say in regards to this particular topic, what would, what would that be to let our people know that, that we have to do what's necessary in order for us to get to the next step? Yeah. So I think that, I think where we start is, you know, committing to a love of self. So one of the things that we, you do, in the Nation of Islam, when you first join, is that you, you you don't get a like program talking about how we need to go and fight civil rights, or you need to go to protest, or you need to go, you know, basically do all these things. The first thing that you have to learn is self love and knowledge of self and knowledge of our history. And one of the things that we stumble in, you know, being able to relate to each other is the fact that we don't even love ourselves. So we can't love our brother. We can't love our sister. We can't love anybody. And a lot of us think that we are, you know, fine in how we feel about ourselves and we're not. And even if you are considered a woke black person and you're like, oh, I love black people, but you don't know our true history and who we are, you can't really love your black other black person as much as you think. So one of the things that I feel like with this issue with black men and black women having with each other is once you know yourself and your history, then you can better understand anything else and how we relate to each other. Totally understand. 
totally get totally get it and and uh, and I agree. Uh it's just funny though because a lot of us are taking on um the knowledge of this world and trying to trying to apply that to our nature and and right. it's, and, and and it it our nature repels it. Even if you have a lot of money, <clears throat> even if you have a ton of money or something like that, you live nice uh and what have you, it uh, taking on this taking on this knowledge, taking on this way of life it's still detrimental to our nature, which is something which is something else that we need to, you know, you know, think about. That's what, a good point. Right, right. We're not living in our true our true nature. Which we've taken on somebody else's coloring, thereby also is lending problems to our relationships because we're taking on somebody else's thinking, somebody else's thought process, and how we should relate to each other, and it's not natural. So that's that's the other thing. But I love the I love the the the, the you know, um, being, you know, like, like you said earlier, talking about how we need to learn to love each other first, love self first, then others. Um, yes. Because a lot of us have it backwards and that we're supposed to love everybody else and then leave self, leave self out. We're such a giving people. We're such, we a, are. We're such an open people, you know, exactly. that, is de- that is detrimental, you know, and I'm looking at, I'm looking at our community and I'm like, okay, you love everybody. You invite everybody to the cookout, but, <laughs> but oh my gosh, but, we don't have cookout. We don't even have a cookout. We don't even whose cookout we cooking at. We don't have no land. We don't have. We exactly, don't own anything. Exactly. What cookout? <laughs> exactly. But but it's but it's but it's like we we just don't understand. We want acknowledgement. Right. We want people to to appreciate and love us, but at the same time. Where's the love and the appreciation and the acknowledgement coming from us? Right. right. First, if that happens first, a lot of our problems would be solved. If we did, if we went internally first and then if you saw fit to allow other people in, then, then you can do that. But you have a first, you have first have a firm foundation of who you are, what you're exactly. supposed to do. And then, and then you go forward. But black love, like you said, it's to me, it's out there. I know it's out there. Uh, I've never not loved a black woman. Um, even even yes, even in trying, <laughs> right? E- even in trying times, you know, because <laughs> they happen. It's, yeah, it's tough. They get trying. Uh, yeah, it gets <laughs> they tough. Do get trying. Absolutely, but but I've never not loved a black woman, and and you know, regardless of what has has happened or whatever the case may be, I've never not stopped loving black women. And I think that's that's something that a lot of us need to begin to understand. But, you know, that's a, that's a different subject. That's a different topic. Um, we are almost out of time. Is anything any last words? Um, I just want to say that, you know, because you kind of touched on the fact that we are living in a society and trying to place those roles on something opposite of our nature. Um you know, for the people who are listening to the podcast, especially the black women, we have to reject white feminism as much as we possibly can and mm. start to understand that feminism is toxic. And that's that's another issue with black men and black women. One of the biggest issues, too, is, you know, this self-strong, independent black woman oh, ideal boy. that's destroying our community. We. <laughs> that's that's a tough one right there, but I'm I'm definitely I'm going to have a, a a topic about that because I do want to hear, you know, us talk about stuff like that. It might not be necessarily be yourself; it might be some other contributors. But if you 
you want to come in and join in on that conversation, you are more than welcome uh, to do so. Oh, yeah. Let uh, me know. I'm I'm always down to have conversations like these. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, We are at the end of our time. And again, I just want to thank you for, you know, coming in, sharing your your thoughts, your knowledge, your experiences, your um, opinions, uh, and giving the people a little bit of insight and information as to, um, you know, what we can do uh, to break down some of the barriers that exist between black men and black women right now. Um, again, yes. this is, this thank is, yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for coming again. This is Chats with Mila. You can find her on TikTok. You can find her on Instagram and YouTube. YouTube, yes. Got it. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And uh, this is the All Things Black Podcast with your host, Mr. Black Ovation. And thank you guys for listening to our episode.